Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I am so thrilled to introduce you to someone that is talking about something that is so important to me. Don Kelsey joining me here today. Children's book author Don Kelsey understands the enormity of the problem of well, the problem of illiteracy and much more and feels the most effective weapon to fight the crisis is the power of silly. You bet, Don. Thank you for joining us here today. Let's talk about this. Power of silly. What does that mean? The power of silly. You know, I just think that as adults, that with all the stresses in life and everything that we have to deal with, we lose that sense of silliness and that sense of play that is so innate and true in children. And my whole theory is that if you can bring silliness into your day as an adult and bring that into your kid's life, it's, it's very contagious. And I believe that it really attracts kids to wanting to read. It's a great way to connect with your child. It's a great way to end your day with a fun, silly book. And, you know, because kids love to be silly. And so what a better way to, to help with their reading than to be silly with them and find silly books to read. It's really interesting. I've been spending a lot of time with a three-year-old, beautiful three-year-old. Her name is Sophia. And I love her imagination. And I really found myself in the middle of sitting out, you know, in the back deck of our office and having this amazing three-year-old shoot me with a a, a bubble maker gun. You know, those, those soap <laughs> yes, bubbles? Yes. Yeah. And to just be sitting there and laughing as she's like squirting all these bubbles over me and they're like bursting all over my body. Wow. How often do we actually do that? I know. And, you know, it's those little things that can make us enjoy our day that much more because kids don't understand, you know, the stresses and they're so imaginative and they're so creative and they just want to have fun and, and they can bring that back into a parent's life. So tell me about Flippy and Friends. Flippy is basically, <laughs> he's a tadpole. People always say, what's Flippy? Um, he is a tadpole. And the idea behind Flippy is that he turns into a lot of different things. And he teaches kids that through your imagination, you can be anything. So, for example, um, in our first book, he turns into things like a, cho- a chunky chocolate chippy Flippy or a super hippy dippy Flippy. Uh, and in our new book, uh, Flippy goes on a road trippy. He goes through <laughs> different parts of uh, the country and turns into different landmarks. And in fact, he goes through Seattle, and he turns into the uh, Flippy Space Needle <laughs> and the Flippy Market Cart as well. And so it's just, you know, he, he really teaches kids that you can turn yourself into anything that you want to be. And it's just a simple and silly and fun idea. It's a great idea. I don't know about you, but I would imagine for you uh, that as a young child, you got to turn yourself into different things or create imaginary friends. That's exactly, you know, that's exactly it. Kids love to pretend. And, you know, if we go back and think about when we were kids, how many things did we pretend that we were? And, I mean, I know that when I was little, I pretended at some point that I was, that I could write a book. I pretended that I was a teacher. You know, I pretended I was also going to be a cheerleader. That didn't come true, but the, the book author thing and the teacher did come true. I pretended I was going to be a cowboy. 
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> I couldn't. And, you know, we can have a whole nother show on the fact that I thought I was Elvis Presley. That oh, could wow. be a whole nother show. It's kind of interesting, though. But, you know, we've kind of uh, over time, we've said what's acceptable to our kids to be and what's not. I mean, I had some very liberal parents because, of course, I was raised partially by my uncles. And on my fifth birthday, they gave me boxing gloves. So wanting to be. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I, you know, the good news is I didn't grow up wanting to be a fighter. But, you know, I wasn't really stopped from whether it's pretending that I was playing the guitar. How do you think parents are today with that? Oh, gosh, you know what? That's a really good question. I mean, kind of actually going back to your comment um, when I was little, too, my dad, I actually have this great picture. It was during Christmas time. I was in a little nightgown with fuzzy pink slippers on with boxing gloves on. <laughs> I think I was about five years old, punching him in the face. And the photo captured me literally punching him. And it's my favorite picture to date because, like you mentioned, you know, my parents, too, kind of said, you can do whatever you want to be. If you want to be a tomboy, you can be a tomboy. And, you know, I mean... I'm not a parent yet, hoping to be soon, but I think that we need to still give that liberty to our kids, you know, to let them try different things, let them fail as well to see what they're good at and to understand that failures also happen. I love the books that are out. I mean, we're talking about Flippy and Friends, and that's something, of course, you know, that you created. But there are so many books out there right now. But the idea of being a Flippy, and being able to shift and change into whatever we want. Kids love doing that. And yet at the same time, we've gotten so psycho about it. Uh, And, and, you know, and I have a, honestly, you and I both come from schools where we could talk about psychology, but, you know, we've gotten so psycho about it that if a kid starts to act in a little, what we consider strange way, (laughs) you know, we're going to take him to Dr. Jacoby to get some therapy or something. Right. We have to really look differently. How do you help parents do that? You know, I think that with the books, it really helps parents just to get back to that natural silliness and to not be afraid to be silly and to act like a child again. You know, it's great when parents come to our book signings or our our book fairs, and, you know, a parent, like at a book signing, might come up and they feel obligated to look at our books because we're sitting in front of the front door, but they start looking at it, and all of a sudden they start laughing. And it's at that moment that I think that they, they get it, that it's okay to laugh. And then we, we talk to them about how, you know, even though the books are for kids, I mean, my college students buy them and read them because they're entertaining. And, and parents are asking us, you know, well, I want to have the T-shirt with, you know, this flippy on it because yeah. that's the flippy, you know, that I relate to. And we have a chappy flippy in the book for you, too. He's got little chaps on, you know, to go riding on a horse. <laughs> well, it's funny because you have a little lobster. Well, it's Crawdaddy. Benny and I can relate to this. We have a history about Little Lobster putting the goldfish tank. And yet at the same time, this is so fun. I want to make sure everybody has your website, Dawn. Flippyandfriends.com. We are not playing enough. I had a parent who came to me for coaching and said to me, you've got to help me stop my kid from face painting. Oh. It's like they came to the wrong coach, man. <laughs> right. It's like you came to the wrong. And I just listened to this. This was like 45 minutes. And he went on and on about his kid and his kid's painting the faints. And the face is looking like this. And it's looking like that. And it's looking. And at the end of 45 minutes, I said to him, you know what? The next time you come, I want you to bring those face paints with you. 
Mm-hmm. And I said, you and I are going to fa- paint each other's face. I love it. And he looked at me. He canceled twice before he came. And what I and then he did come and had the ball. At, but he had a great time. What can you say to help parents and children alike right now about the importance of let's get silly, let's learn more about reading, and let's really put an end to poverty? What could you say, Dawn? And thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. You know, I think that if you can just find as a parent, and I know everybody says there's not enough time in a day, but really all it takes is 20 minutes in a day. And we know from research that that 20 minutes is going to create not just great listening skills and encourage kids to to want to read, but a strong foundation for reading. And what a great way, again, to reconnect with your child. You know, what a great way to end your day. What a great way to kind of be able to forget about the mishaps and find humor in some of the mishaps that happen um, in, in any given day. Dawn, thank you so much for joining us here today. Let's give out your website again. And I love what you're doing. Oh, I well, love it. So I wish much. we would have had more time. I hope you'll come back. I would love to come I wanna, back. Yeah. In fact, we love Seattle. We spent part of our honeymoon in Seattle. Oh, did you? So one of our favorite places. Okay, one last question. Yes. You as Flippy. Yes. What are you going to change into for this Independence Day? Flippy is going to, if I am Flippy for Independence Day, I think I am going to turn into, let's see, I'm going to be with my friend's kids. I'm probably going to turn into a beach ball type character. Very good. Um, because I'm going to play with my with my godsons at the beach. Excellent. I'm going to turn into a hot dog vendor because I loved that job when I did it. And I want to see everybody smile as I put the mustard on the dog for them. Thank you, Dawn. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. 